How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Uh, I have with me in this season a new co-star, Mr. Dave Frost with Well Past 40 LLC. How's it going, Dave? It's going well, Brad. Happy holidays. And, you know, any day that ends in a Y is a great day to natter about health and fitness. At least that's my uh, hypothesis. So thanks. How are you? Yeah, absolutely. Doing well. Doing well. Good. Well, well, Dave, let's uh, let's move on to our last episode. We wanted to pick your brain on, you know, all the anti-inflammation, you know, diet stuff, stuff that you can do. Uh, more specifically, I think for over forty, but more for seniors, and um, you know, getting making sure you can get into your eighties, nineties, hundreds with just more of the, you know, how how important is inflammation, you know, in our later years? Gosh, um, and. Uh... Let's let's chat about a few statistics, not to bore your listeners, but about 20% of all cancers are diet related and lifestyle related. Now, hey, Dave, does that mean this kind of cancer or that is that for the women or the men or whatever? But because cancer is the number three cause of death in America, number one is cardiovascular, number two is COVID, unfortunately, number three is cancer. Let's talk about number three. And if 20% of a very large number uh, is diet and lifestyle related, shouldn't we be doing something about diet and lifestyle <laughs> to limit the demand on our taxpayers with, you know, uh, healthcare and so on. So that to me is just a compelling uh, reason in the cause and effect. That effect says what causes it? Well, a poor diet and poor lifestyle uh, cause it. What do we do? So there was a wonderful author, Michael Pollan. He wrote The Omnivore's Dilemma. Mm -hmm. And there's two things that came along with uh, commerce in the corn economy and supersizing it and fast food nation and all those things. We became, instead of a agrarian active lifestyle, when people had to either hunt for their breakfast or go out and, and dig up their breakfast from the farm, uh, we just went for the uh, TV dinner or we run to Chipotle, which could be good, although uh, oftentimes is highly caloric. So... Um, life, life has changed and we shouldn't, uh, we are 30 pounds heavier than we were 50 years ago because of fast food, because of corn, uh, because of McDonald's. I mean, convenience food sometimes is necessary, but generally it's not very tasty and generally it's not very good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so why do we do convenience food? Well, it's convenient, Dave, that's why. Um, but, um, there's, there's a thought that, um, if Jack Lane, that wonderful leader of the fitness industry, and, and by the way, for your women listeners, he was one of the first proponents of strength training for women. Isn't that great? Uh, but awesome. Jack Lane had some very strong principles. Maybe some of them were just slightly make you scratch your head. But he said, if man made it, don't eat it. If man made it or woman made it, don't eat it. I mean, if, if it wasn't from the ground, you know, farm yep. to table, natural, organic, all that stuff, -processed. Uh, processed food with the hidden fats, the zombie fats and the high carbs and salt are evil things. So that's his context. Also his context for those seven regions of the world where there's a very high percentage of people that live to 100. Uh, Loma Linda, California, where the Seventh-day Adventists live. Uh, Plant-based diet, very social, uh, very happy. Uh, you know, they, they have beliefs and faith and, and togetherness and they don't eat a lot of saturated fat 
uh, which by the way, one of the reasons in the um, living to 100 calculator that you took, um, it's not necessarily the red meat, it's the iron in the red meat and the saturated fat, of course, but we need fat. Um, you know, our nerves need fat to function. Um, you know, oh, that's high cholesterol. Wait a minute, our bodies make cholesterol. Yeah. Our nervous system and our reproduction, our reproductive abilities are related to uh, cholesterol as kind of the mother hormone. So, you know, this is this has all been generated by um, forces beyond our control, but we're getting smarter. So I, I hope folks will remember a couple of things. Those that live to 100, don't eat to satiation. Uh, in Okinawa, another one of the blue zones where people live to 100, they have a word for pushing themselves away from the table before they're full. Yeah. Uh, they're very social. They're multi-generational. They have purpose. Uh, they eat primarily plant-based diet. And they might have a little wine because there's wine can be good. It's from grapes. Grapes is from the ground. Uh, polyphenols, antioxidants, flavonoids, all those good things as in moderation. So moderation is part of it, but a diet is a lifestyle. All the successful diets are low carbohydrate, appropriate protein, and appropriate healthy fats. And then not a lot of um, process things like extra salt, uh, hidden fat, and so on. Uh, so as a lifestyle, um, it is really, really important to think about plants because if you eat a lot of um, uh, processed meats, you know, cold cuts or things like that, you may be causing inflammation in your gut. Those trillions of cells uh, that are your garden, and if you don't tend your garden and if you don't keep a garden fence around it, you'll have inflammation, which could lead to all kinds of uh, inflammatory things, which are bad. So I'm not, I'm, I'm an omnivore, uh, Brad, uh, yeah. and I think a lot of listeners probably are. But as long as the proteins that you get are from um, pretty reliable sources, you know, ideally grass-fed, grass-finished beef, pork, chicken uh, is is good. Uh, and it's very protein dense. And one of the reasons we maintain our strength is by having bigger muscles. How do we get bigger muscles? By exercise, drinking lots of water and eating protein with a complete amino acids. So for energy density, if you can find macros that are not inflammatory because of bad fats or being processed by man, um, you're probably helping out. But um, but yeah, um, eat the colors of the rainbow, um, you know, the, the superfoods. <laughs> Isn't yeah. it ironic that uh, kale, the biggest use of kale before it became a superfood was it lined the buffet at Denny's restaurants. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? That, that and the parsley. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And that now it's a superfood, right? Because yep. it's green and it's got great vitamins and, and minerals in it because it comes from the ground. Now, just because it comes from the ground doesn't mean you're okay because the ground isn't what it used to be. We've, no. we've eroded the topsoil. So the bacteria in the soil isn't as good as it used to be. So, hey, Dave, do you take supplements? And the answer is if you call vitamins and minerals supplements, yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. Because I don't know the, I didn't, it's not my own soil. Uh, I don't know how good the soil is for nutrients, but yeah, for, uh, for people getting into their, you know, elder years, whatever that is, you know, when people are listening to this, but, you know, I think seventies, eighties, nineties, if you, if you, if you kind of make it besides just being, you know, getting all the anti-inflammatory benefits from, 
you know, obviously you inflame the body a little bit with exercise and movement, but the, the benefits that come after are very helpful to the anti-inflammation. Uh, you know, as you get older, I see it's, it's just harder. You slow down, it's natural, raging, there's nothing you can do about it. But do, are you seeing the elderly, you know, discarding the diet more than the younger generations or, or, or everyone, everyone's <laughs> on the same board. We're all going to process fast foods every now and then the same or, or, you know, where's the ratio there? Yeah. Uh, my sainted mother-in-law passed just before her hundredth birthday yet the last years of her life, she was on a walker. She had what's called PMR polymyalgic, uh, uh, rheumatology or whatever. Uh, it was an autoimmune thing caused by hunkering down and having a poor walker. Well, why did she have to walk? Well, she had uh, synthetic hips. She had her hips replaced. Well, why'd she have her hips replaced? Well, she didn't move enough. Yeah. <laughs> I think the most she ever walked at one time was maybe three or four miles. I mean, she had longevity genes, God bless her. And her mind was good, but her body let her down. Why did her body let her down? Queen Elizabeth said last year, when you stop, you drop. So what I see when you don't move, your heart rate drops. When your heart rate drops, you, the nutrients aren't getting out to your body. The number one thing I believe for older people is the loss of muscle. We talked about broken joints earlier, the hip, the knee, the wrist uh, from a fall. Uh, if you fall with big muscles, you're going to shield the joints, number one. And number two, you may not fall because you've got enough ability to um, uh, to trip but not fall. Um, but the number one thing I see in elders is, yeah, a little bit of loss of desire uh, and just kind of, uh, there's a term called senescence and our bodies accumulate with what some people call zombie cells. They're not eliminated, autophagy eliminated. They just hang around and they become like a, um, a car that hasn't had its uh, oil changed. So you're, you're going on, a, you know, uh, 90 years without an oil change. That's bad. Mm -hmm. So you want to have your oil change. And how do you do it? You exercise. Uh, uh, you keep your limb system going. You laugh a lot. Uh, but the, so um, motion is important, but um, uh, resistance training into your 80s is so important. People can build their functional strength into their 80s. They have to work at it. But by pushing, pulling, lifting, carrying heavy stuff, you do like our forebearers did. You didn't move, you didn't eat, you didn't eat, you died, right? So yeah. uh, the thing I see is protein deficiency. I call it protein deficiency. I see people fading because they're, they become senescent. They lose a little bit of their joie de vivre. And yet part of the reason they lose part of their joie de vivre is they're not vital because they don't have muscle. Yeah. Well, how do you get muscle? You work protein, out and yeah. you eat. <laughs> and it's <laughs> simple yet hard. I Believe me, um, I'm not 90. Yeah. Um, but I do we're know. not there. So, you know, we call us when we're at that point. But that's yeah, right. I, what I see is the same thing is you're eating less because of that. You know, you're losing some muscle because of that you stop moving so much. And then, you know, at the end, I just, you know, there's only at some point you kind of know where you're headed. And I, I, what I, from what I see, at least from grandparents and some of my older clients, is just, you know, and, and their mindset now is kind of life's too short. I want to have some fun. So, now we're drinking a little bit more. Now we're eating candies and stuff like that versus, you know, the typical, you know, healthy diet. But 
And, and another part of it, um, the type of activity you do doesn't have to be uh, daunting or prison camp. Uh, yeah. Hey, messing around with grandkids is pretty fun. At least at my age, it's aspirational to think I'll be messing around with great grandkids in 20 years, but I hope so. Uh, but uh, the social aspect of activities, the walk with a partner, um, you know, uh, why people live longer if they have pets generally. Yeah. Uh, the social aspect for the happy hormones uh, can help people stay alive but again um, motion helps you stay alive and pushing appropriately heavy stuff is one of the best medicines you can do to live longer and live better and that comes from complete amino acids uh, appropriate micros um, um, minerals and vitamins uh, and lots of water restorative sleep but mainly moving stuff yeah moving stuff i agree well uh dave uh, i just wanted to Thank you for being on our show. It's been a pleasure um, for all our listeners out there. You know, if they want to get a hold of you or check out your book, um, do you have any social media profiles, website, or what's where, where can they find your book? <laughs> well, even at, even in my encore years, I do have a couple of social media channels: uh, uh, Twitter, DEFP Trainer. DEF, my initials P for Personal Trainer. Um, Facebook, Wellness and Fitness coaching or you can look up david e frost my website is well past 40 and the 40 is f-o-r-t-y no dashes hyphens or whatever well past 40 which kind of resonates with over 40 doesn't it for yep. uh, your your uh, domain uh, but well past 40.com and uh kaboomer is listed on there um but um it can also kaboomer k-a-b-o-o-m-e-r uh, can be bought wherever fine books are sold. Um, the bookstore named after the river, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, whatever. It's out there, as you mentioned, um, in your audiobook version of it. It's in, it's in audio, paperback, hardback, and uh, ebook. Um, there's, uh, it is uh, an experiential uh, journal of where I've been primarily since I blew out my back uh, in, on September 11, 2001, by the way. That was oh, my wow. Phoenix moment when I hopefully turn my life around and maybe can help some other people. So um, Kaboomer is, um, uh, and you just, uh, there's not many Kaboomer references with Dr. Google. So folks just type in uh, Kaboomer, they'll, they'll probably find their way to uh, a copy of it if they're interested. Probably find it in the top top three, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crowded field, but uh, um, the uh, the audiobook that you're listening to, Brad, that's almost eight hours. So you know, uh, hopefully, it's not droll. Uh, although it's this voice that you listen to, I tried to get a paid actor. You know, uh, uh, Tom Hanks was busy, so I'm the I'm the narrator, uh, and yet it has hopefully tips, tricks, and hacks for people to say what Henry Ford said whether you think you can or cannot, you're right. I want people to say, yes, I can. You know, the little engine that could. Yes, you can. Even in the one of the busiest decades of your life in your 40s. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Well, I love it. Well, thank, uh, thank you, Dave, for uh, jumping on the show with us. And I'm sure we'll pull you on uh, at a, you know, 
in the future again. So, uh, um, hey, um, hopefully sometime in 2022, and I hope all your listeners uh, get through the period when New Year's resolutions tend to fail, which is by Valentine's Day. So uh, please pick uh, specific, measurable, and achievable goals to be successful in your living habits, not crash and burn like 80% of all people who establish New Year's resolutions do. But I just wanted to share resistance training is so important, as you know, but a lot of people don't realize this. these factors of senescence, sarcopenia, avoiding falls. Uh, I'm writing a sequel called Strong to Save. I believe in resistance training so much um, that, um, you know, I'll get you a copy when it, uh, when it gets finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you, Dave, once again, and uh, our listeners, as always, I'll put all the links in the description of the podcast, and and then we'll uh, check you guys out next time. Uh, Brad, thank you so much. Happy holidays, and to your listeners, thank you for listening. And again, um, yes, you can. You're an athlete. Yes, you can.